Hi, everyone. I'm sure you've heard the saying, you grow through what you go through. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to make big changes in your life by setting challenging goals, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, and surrounding yourself with the right people. So you're going to hear from our guest today who has a very inspiring story about his career and running journey and all that he was able to accomplish. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Inspire to Run Podcast. Here, you will find inspiration. Whether you are looking to take control of your health and fitness or you are a seasoned runner looking for community and some extra motivation, you will hear inspiring stories from amazing runners along with helpful tips from fitness experts. Now, here's your host, Richard Connor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Inspire to Run Podcast. I'm here today with Oni Franco. Oni has been a New York City firefighter for the last eight years and began his fitness journey in 2014 while he was preparing for the FDNY Academy. He started racing and obstacle course races competitively at the end of 2021 and ramped up his running in 2022. Welcome to the show, Oni. Thanks for having me, Rich. How's it going, man? It's a pleasure. It's good. You know, it's, it's the pleasure is all mine. Uh, it's so cool to be following your running journey. I think we've just been following each other over the last year, but it's so cool to see the progress that you made in, in just a year and uh, the races that you're able to run, which is my aspiration to run some of those races. So the, the honor is all mine. Have you on the show to share your journey with our listeners? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Like I said, I hope we uh, hope we can inspire some, you know, new runners. And some run some runners that already have been, you know, do, doing their thing, but just need more inspiration. And uh, yeah. All right. So let's get the conversation going. Just, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm from Long Island City, New York. I grew up in the city. I moved up to uh, Orange County not too long ago. Uh, new beginnings. That was a goal that I had in mind. Uh, and, it, and it came true. I just I was just working really hard towards that. And uh, as you said, I'm a New York City firefighter, and it's it's been eight years, eight wonderful years. I've met so many people, um, a lot of leaders too, and it's where my fitness journey journey really began. I grew up playing sports. My dream when I was younger uh, was to be a professional baseball player, so that was my thing. Baseball was like the main sport. I mean, I played a lot of sports growing up in the streets in the in the city and but baseball was like my main thing i mean that dream didn't come true but uh i'm here today continuing this uh fitness yeah all right so you know thank you for sharing that and you know i i'm sure it's hard for someone not to be able to pursue their dreams and you know i'd really really interested to find out or learn what made you decide to become a firefighter then so you went from sports to becoming a firefighter, which is awesome. You know, so cool to, to see you do that. So, you know, what kind of led you down that path? Normally you go to college for like four years, but uh, I was in school for longer than that. And I was just going through different majors and, you know, I had no idea what to do, you know? So uh, this opportunity came up to take the uh, New York City fire exam. And, and I'm like, you know what? I got to start doing new things in life. So I took the exam and luckily I was like one of those lucky uh, uh, individuals to actually get called and uh, start the, the, the process to become a New York City firefighter. Uh, I had no idea what I was getting into. 
And uh, I signed up for a, a mentorship program that the FDNY had. And uh, there I met a firefighter and he uh, really gave me good pointers, what the beginning is like, what the academy is like. And, uh, and that, that really motivated me to start training. Also, uh, we would go through a, uh, we had to go through a, like a physical exam. I tried it and I'm like, oh my God, I am seriously out of shape. I cannot do the, uh, the regular, the regular lifting routine. <laughs> I got to change my uh, fitness routine a little because firefighting requires, a, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's, it's very functional. You, you could either be kneeling, you could be on your back, you know, I had to, so I had to change my training. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, thank you for sharing that. And uh, it's interesting what you mentioned about cha- changing your training for your work. And, you know, typically when people think about fitness or think about running, they may only think about one thing, like I'm going to do this because I'm going to lose weight. And there's so many other reasons why you would get into fitness and get into running. And, you know, what you're doing is a big, big reason to do that, right? You have to be in the right physical shape to do a very demanding job. So, you know, that's incredible that you did it and you made that, you know, decision to jump right in. I'm not sure I would have chosen that (laughs) if I didn't know what to do, I want to become a firefighter. But I think that's really cool that you did that. And, you know, you've been successful for the last eight years. So really congratulations. And, you know, what I'd love to talk to you about is, you know, kind of what was your mindset during that time? So you weren't really, it sounds like you weren't really into kind of the a lot of physical activity, maybe, or some, but not enough for your work. So what was your mindset at the time? Was it, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. You know, maybe this is not something for me long-term or did you just kind of dive right in and get help and support along the way? I pretty much dove right in like a cold plunge, you know, you can't take your time. You have to like dive right in. My mindset was I got to do this. You know, it was a long 18 weeks in the academy. And there were times where I was, you know, I, I wanted to quit, but, you know, thanks to my family, my friends and, uh, you know, the people in, in, in the fire Academy, they, they, they pushed me, you know? And after that, I just, I just continued to work hard and continue with my fitness. And yeah, and we, we're here today, you know, <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, for sure. And, and yeah, and that's a saying, I don't, I like to quote a lot of sayings, but I don't do it very well, but, you know, something along the lines of like hard work will, you know, overcome, you know, maybe some, some things around talent, right? Is if you put in the work, if you're not, you know, naturally an athlete or you're naturally a runner, putting in that work is going to get you there. So, so that, that's really great. So I appreciate you sharing some background there. And I'd love to kind of fast forward a little bit to the movement piece. So, you know, you spent this time uh, with the fire department, you've gone to your training, uh, the academy, and then your training afterwards. And then just a couple of years ago, you decide, I'm going to get into obstacle course races, and I'm going to start running. So, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what made you decide to get into those things? And how was that journey for you? Well, I began obstacle racing, to be honest, back in 2015. And it all, it started with the, you know, with the group of guys from the, from the firehouse, they made me sign up, you know, (laughs) and it was a good thing, you know, because it just, after that, it just became competitive and I would only do the Spartan, the the sprint at city field. And, you know, I started doing some research. I'm like, wait a minute, Spartan has more races, longer races. So I'm like, okay, I never, you know, I didn't really think about it. And then you know, COVID came and 
gyms were closed. So I had to like change up the routine a little bit instead of, you know, doing the traditional bodybuilding stuff. I started running. I started running more, but it wasn't as serious as last year. And I did my race in 2021. That was City Field. And I'm like, you know what? I can do better. You know, I can, I can, uh, let me get a little more uncomfortable. So I, I signed up for the, for the super in 2022. And I realized that I needed to start running Spartan races. Yeah. It's, you got to have strength and all, but you have to have some endurance and it's like mostly running. So I started to run more. I bought, I bought myself a, uh, one of those smart watches and that really got me going too. To be able to like look at my stats, hey, I could do better here, I could do better there. That really like motivated me to run more. So I signed up for the super, and then I'm like, you know what? This year, last year, 2022, I could actually complete a trifecta. So I signed up for the beast, and that's where I saw you there. You really pushed me along the way, to be honest. Even though you know I, I ran by, <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to tell everybody that part. We just skip by that part. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I ended up doing a trifecta last year, and I also signed up for my first Deca. That's where I met the the crew at uh, Underdog. And uh, to be honest, I went there. I did my first Deca mile at Underdog. I went there thinking, oh, this is nothing. You know, I'm I could. I could do better than anyone here. And dude, let me tell you, that was one of them. Besides the fire Academy, that was like one of the most humbling things I've ever done. I'm like, this, this requires some, some thought out training, you know? <laughs> and then seeing all those people there, like doing, trying hard and training hard for this thing. That's also got me going. Like that got the engines going. <laughs> But, and I've never looked back since, you know, and I'm very thankful. You got to set some goals for yourself. And this year is the year where I just, I say, you know what? I'm going to do better than last year. And I signed, I already have, I already signed up for like six races and, and each one of those goals, I'm going to try, you know, do the best I can. And that, that's, that's what keeps me going. You know, that's what keeps me going. That's incredible. That's incredible. And, you know, I, we share a similar story. And it, when you started getting optical course races, you mentioned, you know, the other folks in the department got you to, to sign up for the race. And honestly, that's how I got into it. You know, family members were looking at their first Spartan race and I overheard them and I'm looking it up. I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. And it's different than what I had been doing as a runner. And it would challenge me in different ways. And that was one of the reasons why I first got into it was really to overcome fears that I had, but also do things that I'd never done before and never thought that I could do. And that's what kind of led me to obstacle course races and the same exact thing. First race, you get through it and you're like, at the end of it, I could do better. So, yeah. you know, that's when I, I signed up with, with Coach Kevin, who we both know. And, you know, we've been working together for just about four years now to do things that honestly I never thought I could do. And, yeah. you know, this past year was the first time I ever did anything more than a sprint. So I did the super and then, and then the beast you're talking about. Never had done it before, but because of Coach Kevin really kind of pushing me to, to do more and to do better, that's what kind of led me down the road. And I'm, I'm thankful and happy that I did it. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned fears. Uh, I've always had the fear of uh, speaking publicly. 
I mean, I'm not doing it right now, but this will be aired publicly. And it's something that, you know, I said to myself, you know what? Let's give Richard the chance. Let's see. Uh, let's let's do this. You know, let's break out. Let's get out of our comfort zone, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, you got to you got to be like I said before, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what my job is. You know, you there's so many uncomfortable situations, but hey, you know, you got to train yourself. You got to be comfortable. It's very important. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And and first off, definitely appreciate you having you on the show. I've Thank been watching you. your journey, like I said, and I'm just, I'm inspired. You said I was pushing you. I mean, you're pushing me and I'm inspired by what you've done. And you're absolutely right. Like I am uncomfortable doing just about every single thing, whether it's related to Spartan, obstacle course race, races or DECA or anything more than a 5K. It is uncomfortable for me. And I've just set my mind to this is going to be my new life and I'm just going to do it until it becomes comfortable. And and it was just interesting. Just two weeks ago, I did the longest training run of my life. I ran (laughs) for three hours and and I saw that I ran six. Yeah, 16 miles. And, And it's not like this is not metaphorically, like literally the longest run of my life. And, you know, two, three years ago, I never would have thought I could do it. And here we are. So, so really excited about, you know, my journey, but also excited about a lot of the things that you said uh, around being uncomfortable and, and doing those things that you've never done before. And, yeah. you know, I, I'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the the training that you did for this. So you mentioned, you know, that the DECA was, you went into the DECA thinking, hey, I could do this, but it really humbled you. And then some of the races that you signed up for. So tell us a little bit about that movement piece and, and the training. I try to surround myself with other people who are competitive and uh, that are constantly training and just want to do better. And that's what that's like I said, that's what gets me going. I've signed I've signed up for a whole bunch of races this year and that's going to get me going. I also signed up for which is very addicting the the Strava. <laughs> I follow a lot of people on Strava and I I like to look at stuff like that because it just it's a good influence, man. But as far as my training, what I like to do is uh, I like to plan out my training because think about it. Like you see these uh, college professors or teachers, they're not going to go into a class without a plan and and just wing it. You know, they got to plan their day, you know, a week in advance or whatever, a day in advance. That's And that's what I do. I like to write out my pieces the day before, get my clothing ready. I think that's one of the hardest parts just to, to start. And once you have everything ready, like, you know, I'll I'll have my clothes ready. I'll have my, my planning ready for the next day. That's the hardest part right there. That's the hardest part. And all you got to do is just get dressed and and just perform, you know, do your training. And that's what has been my uh, go-to lately. I also try to look for inspiration elsewhere. Uh, A lot of podcasts like yours, for example, I like to listen to podcasts and see a research do how can I better my running? How can I better my, my, my strength training? How can I do better at this obstacle? I I'm always researching things, my health too, which is like number one, you know, um, being a firefighter is it's tough with our schedule. We barely get sleep at nighttime when we're at work, constantly getting calls, serving the people of New York city. We got that. We really have to take care of our health. And I put that like number one, you got, you do, we got whatever you got to do, you know, take that yoga class, do your meditation, get out and do your endurance work. You're running, you're rowing, you're swimming. And uh, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Health uh, should be our priority. And I've always said this, if you're not healthy, you're not taking care of your health, it's going to be much harder for you to to do other things, right? Take care of others or, or do other things. So, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that and some of the tips that you use to kind of work through your, your training program and stay organized and stay motivated there. I really appreciate it. And, you know, one of the questions that I love to ask our guests on the show is, what is the biggest obstacle that you faced in your life and how did you overcome it? whether it's in fitness or otherwise? Biggest obstacle, I would say the fire academy. <laughs> That's like the hardest thing I've ever, I don't think anything will clo- come close to that. Cause it's like, it was a, it was an 18 week process, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday of, <laughs> I don't know if I should say hell, but <laughs> it's similar to that. You know, it's like, it's like a paramilitary organization. You have, you have your, your drill instructors constantly yelling at you, yelling. When my class, I went through a winter class, and um, winter was tough. It was cold. We got a we got a lot of snow that year, and uh, it just made things harder, you know, with the with the cold. Just standing there at attention, and those eighteen weeks, I th- I say were the were the hardest ever in my life. Again they would put us into like, like little squads, you know, and we would have to pick each other up. And that's what really motivated me to, to keep it going, you know? And also whenever we would like mess up or something, we would have to pay for that, you know? So we would try our best to stay motivated and and concentrated and, and keep it going, keep the line moving. So I say that, you know, my friends at the Academy helped push me, my, my, uh, my parents, my family, my friends. I don't think I would have ever done it without them. I, I love that. I love that. And you mentioned that a couple of times about your friends and the people you surround yourself with. It's super important to help and motivate each other. And I think that's really important, even in the running world. Uh, I personally don't run with groups. I personally like to run alone. But I love having this running community. I love meeting people like yourself and others, whether it's in person or virtually. And that is one of, you know, motivation for me. And you mentioned Strava, being able to see your posts or others posts and and share my own, you know, journey has been super cool. So I appreciate you sharing. I think that's a really important point for our listeners to take away is the people around you is really what's going to help you get to where you want to be in life and motivate you, especially when times get hard. That It's a super powerful message. The right people you got, you know, there are people who haven't been down that path, you know, and those, and those are the people that are, that are going to like doubt you and uh, try and shut you down. So you got to, you know, surround yourself with like-minded people and people who haven't, who have been there that way you try to uh, get tips and advice from them. You know, that's one thing about me that I've been able to be a, uh, a better listener. Like I've learned to like keep my mouth shut and listen, you know, listen, listen, listen to people who would experience. And I think that's very important. For sure. Great point about having like-minded people, the right people in your life, the folks that have been down that road that can help guide and mentor you, or at least support you because they know what it's like versus others who maybe the naysayers, 
right? They may be the ones that say, no, nah, you, you can't do that. Maybe because they themselves haven't done it, right? Or or wanted to, but but didn't do it. So that's a really, really great point um, that you make there. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like I said, I like to listen to podcasts and motivational speakers. And I, I want to quote uh, Bob Proctor on that one. So. <laughs> all right. All right. That's cool. And I love how you brought up the podcast. So thanks for shouting out on Inspire to Run podcast. And I do the same thing when I'm on my long runs. That's one thing that keeps me going. I get to pick some podcasts and some longer episodes. And it really gives me you know, an opportunity to you know, obviously focus on my running, focus on my form and everything, focus on my fueling, uh, but also, you know, learn something along the way or be motivated, inspired. So for those listening, you know, that's some people like quiet don't want to listen to anything, but just nature around them. And others like listening to music and podcasts and all of that is fine, whatever works for you. But um, yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. great advice. That's like meditation for the soul right there. You're you're gathering your thoughts together as you're running. You're thinking about your day and all of a sudden you have, wow, you have nine miles. You ran nine miles, you know, that's the beauty of it. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so thank you for sharing all of this. I, I really, really love your story. And, you know, I'm very excited about some of the races that you've done. So maybe we could talk a little bit about, you know, some of the exciting races that you've done recently. So, you know, tell us a little bit about those. Well, the biggest race that I've done was the New York City Marathon this past uh, November. And it's my, it was my first marathon ever. I was one of those who said, wow, why, why do people do that to themselves? Why? I could never do that, you know? And I did it, you know? I, I did it. I said, you know what? I've been running. Let's see what this marathon is all about. So I ran it, and it was like, people were saying it's like, it was one of the hottest days to run a marathon this, uh, this past year. I was like, Really? And it was like about 60 degrees, usually like on a marathon in New York City in November, it's in the 30s or in the 40s, you know, but that was a big factor for that race, you know, the heat and everything running all those miles. But, you know, I, I, I did it and uh, I did it for uh, a couple of reasons, you know, well, the main reason is those heroes, the, the members that gave up their lives on 9-11 that was like I was about 10, I was like 10 years old I had no idea what what was going on that day but you know now obviously I'm old enough to know and and I dedicated that run to those members and members that lost their lives uh the the, the past year you know it's it's unfor- it's unfortunate that we have you know great people doing extraordinary things every day to serve the city and you know they have to go away like that so that was one of the reasons I did it and then I did it to test myself that you know that anything is possible you know if you put your mind to it and that's what happened and I came out with a good time I came out with a good time I'm impressed and I'm saying now I'm gonna do it again (laughs) I'm gonna do it again this year I want, that's one of my goals this year. I want, I want to beat that time. It was a great experience. It was kind of weird. You know, people say you hit a wall later in that race and, uh, and it's actually real. (laughs) You hit a wall. You actually hit a wall. I saw many people stopping and I'm thinking to myself, I, I can't stop. If I stop now, I'm just gonna just keep 
walking. I just kept it going. You know, I had that thought in my head. I'm like, I'm doing this for something, you know, for a certain reason. You know what you're doing this for. And having that thought, I just had tunnel vision all the way down to the finish line. And I was able to complete that race. And I had other FDNY members there to hold me up. That that was another uh, emotional moment for me at the finish line. It was it was an amazing race. That was that was that was awesome. <laughs> oh well, congratulations! I mean, really wonderful story, real truly wonderful reason to do the race. Um, just thank you for sharing that with us, and congratulations! And yeah, really looking forward to seeing following your journey for the next race. Oni, I so much enjoy this conversation. I appreciate everything that you shared in terms of your journey, as well as advice for our listeners. Kind of as we wind down here. Um, how can our listeners find you and follow your journey online? It's Instagram. I, you know, I try to post workout here or there, you know, for mo- motivation, you know, try to get others going. My Instagram is o.franco with three O's at the end. And uh, you can follow me on Strava too, Oni Franco. All right, will do. So I will put that information in the show notes to make it easy for our listeners to find you and follow your awesome journey online. Again, congratulations on everything that you've accomplished uh, over, you know, so many years between the fire department as well as in your obstacle course races and the marathon. And I wish you well this year with your with your goals and beating your time and doing the New York City Marathon again. Thanks, man. I uh, I will see you out there, too. I hope I hope to see you out there. <laughs> I'll be there. Not uh, not the New York City Marathon this year, but again, you're inspiring me. So maybe 2024 will be my year. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oni. Thanks again for coming on the show and have a great day. Thank you, man. Thank you. You too. That's it for this episode of Inspire to Run podcast. We hope you are inspired to take control of your health and fitness and take it to the next level. Be sure to click the subscribe button to join our community. And also, please rate and review. Thanks for listening.